Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm Jay Shears, a pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you've got questions about today's program, feel free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. You can also find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. Feel free to visit the website, sign up for a free consultation, shoot me an email. I'd be happy to discuss today's topic. So one of the hot topics lately has been the stimulus. Um, And it looks like it's going to be the $600 amount versus the $2,000 amount. Many of you listening today may have already received your direct deposits or may be waiting on a a, uh, check in the mail. That stimulus check causes a, 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 a position of question. What should I do? Uh, I know a lot of people, it's just burning a hole in their pocket. They're going to go out and buy some material things, maybe a new cell phone, maybe a, a computer. If you look at Walmart, it seems like their whole aisle is is full of televisions uh, under the price of $600, which looks like they were expecting people to spend their stimulus check on flat screen TVs. That's no joke. Uh, I've been to Walmart a few times in the last few days, uh, and that's what it looks like. The last round of stimulus, people, the majority of people spent their money on material things. Uh, giving did not increase, tithing did not increase, offerings did not increase. Uh, but the big box stores like Walmarts and the Targets and the Best Buys and, and Amazon um, all fared pretty well because people were buying material things. So now we're into 2021. People are getting a new round of stimulus. What, as a as an obedient steward, what should we do? What should the conversation be? One of the first questions that arises is... <coughs> Am I supposed to tithe or give an offering based on stimulus? My answer is yes. I think a person should. It's no different than a tax return. People say, well, you know, I've already paid taxes on that. That's just a return of money. I think it's it's basically an opportunity for you to support the kingdom. Uh, I know many obedient stewards that are clients uh, that what, regardless of what their profit comes from, if they sell a home, uh, I know many people that have tithed on the profit from the sale of a home, um, tax returns, um, selling vehicles, whatever it may be, very obedient. Uh, others um, have the, it's mine, okay, they, the, 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 the real issue here is who owns it, uh, but it's mine. Uh, I've gotten in some pretty uh, interesting conversations on social media about what a person should do with their stimulus if they haven't been impacted by the pandemic. So you haven't lost a day's work. Uh, matter of fact, you've done quite well. And, and in fact, and let me throw this tidbit in there. Um, spending for this Christmas is, has increased over last year. So the worst year that we've seen as far as deaths, um, you know, economic turmoil, uh, uncertainty, there was an increase in spending for Christmas. Okay? So that tells me people are working. And if people are working, why do you have the it's mine mentality? I have been a pretty big advocate of this 
uh, everyone gets a $600 check uh, mentality, I think it's wrong. I think that there are people that are suffering financially uh, in the restaurant business, in the retail markets, uh, some that are self-employed, music business, show business, whatever it may be, that have actually been impacted severely. Okay? Um, and, And the last round of stimulus, I told people, I said, listen, you know, whether it be a family member, whether it be a friend, whether it be someone from church, whether it be a neighbor, someone in the community, if you know that they have been impacted and you haven't, just sign over the check. And I don't know anyone who did. Seriously, do not know anyone who did that. And it's alarming to me, uh, considering that, that uh, you know, we're, we're bouncing around 70% of the people in the United States today self-identify as being Christians. Uh, but, you know, we get a check from the government and it's mine. I'm going to go out and I'm going to, you know, the amount of people that went on vacations last year, uh, even though there was a lockdown, I mean, it was just, uh, to me, it's it's a, a just a sign of insanity uh, regarding materialism, regarding um, issues with, with financial financial stewardship. So we've got this round that, that has come out recently. Um, it's not as big. I know a lot of people are saying, ah, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're uh, putting graffiti on, you know, politicians' doors saying, send me my money. Well, you know what? It's really not your money. It's taxpayer money. Um, and, and some people need it. Some people don't. So this this podcast today is really for those people who don't, who haven't missed a day's of work. Okay? What do you do? Well, the first thing I would say is give a tithe or offering. And if you don't need the money, maybe consider donating the entire thing to the kingdom. Donating the entire stimulus check to someone who actually needs it. You know, we are called to take care of the needy, the poor, the widows, the sick, the orphans. We're not called to go spend uh, six hundred or twelve hundred dollars at Walmart because we got a we got some money that we weren't expecting. That's not what we're called to do. That's that's not obedient stewardship. That's that's uh, uh, I own it. God doesn't own it mentality. So there's people listening to this podcast right now that j- don't want to listen to that message. Um, I had a good friend that I was in the military with said, I'm going to go out and buy a new gun. Have you missed any work? No. Could you afford the gun before the stimulus? No. Well, then you don't need the gun, right? <laughs> that's, that's how I'm looking at this. So once again, if you don't need it, if you don't need it, everyone's, everyone's going to say, well, I do need that. No, you don't. You weren't expecting it. Okay. You're working full time. Okay. Consider donating the funds to those that need it. Okay? At the minimum, 10%, so 60 bucks at the minimum. Now, there's a whole lot of people, unfortunately, that the stimulus check is based on 2019 numbers, which means they may not get a check or have missed two of the stimulus checks, even though they're not working because it was based on their income. The whole thing is, is a nightmare on how they, they generated the stimulus. It was based on last uh, 2019 income, not 2020. Me personally, my income went down probably 40 or 50% because I just couldn't see as many people as I normally do. Uh, But there there was no stimulus showing up in my checking account because it was based on 2019 numbers. So if if you can, okay, if you haven't been affected by the pandemic, I'm not talking about, well, I've got to pay off some credit card debt. I'll get to that in a minute. You shouldn't have went into credit card debt to begin with. But if you haven't been affected by the pandemic, consider donating a portion or all of the stimulus check to those in need. 
People need it. People are actually hungry, believe it or not. I'm talking about not. I'm not talking about you know Central America or Africa or Asia. I'm talking about right here in the United States. You know, I personally, when I go out to eat now, I tip much heavier than what I used to because I know that the servers and those people working in the restaurants <coughs> have been impacted. It's my way of giving. All right, I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just I know that they need help. Um, if I had actually gotten a stimulus check this last round or the last two rounds, it would have 100% of it would have went to charity. I don't need it. Okay. And thank God that I've been blessed. Well, that, that, that I just don't need it. Um, and I thank God for that. And I understand that God owns it all and it would have went 100% to charity. But what I see is the material thing. So issue number one, if you can donate it, donate it. Okay. Now here's, here is the, the, the core of the message today. So let's say that you, you don't need it. Let's say you take 10% and you give it to charity. What do you do with the other amount? <clears throat> let's talk about getting you moving forward. Okay, especially those that are self-employed. Moving you forward on saving for later days. I don't like to use the word retirement, but everyone understands the word retirement. Retirement is not mentioned in scripture except in the church of Corinth. And we are not priests of the church of Corinth. So we don't retire. We, we should use God's talents our entire lifetime to serve the kingdom. But what do we do? You know, over the last 25 years, 24 years, I've had a lot of people walk in my office at age 50 and have no money set aside for, you know, their, their elder years. Let's talk about 2021 and what you can do to jumpstart to jumpstart savings. Now, if you are not self-employed, let's say you work for an employer and you have a retirement plan, let's say a 401k, did you realize that that you, at pre, now I'm talking about age up until age 50, that you can contribute $19,500 into your 401k plan? Okay. The catch-up provision, I'm not, not catch-up and mustard, catch-up, C-A-T-C-H, catch-up provision is another $6,500 on top of that $19,500 after the age of 50, okay? Now, you may have an employer match, so let's, let's, let's start on the lower end. Let's say that you're not meeting, right now, not meeting uh, your employer's match. It's time to up your contribution to at least get the full employer match. So let's say that <coughs> you're contributing uh, uh, 2%. Employer will match you up to 3%. It's time to increase your match up to 3%. Okay. And <clears throat> let's say you're an empty nester. Uh, the house is about ready to be paid off. Maximize that 401k maximize it if you can and i've got clients that that uh, are, are putting in the max um you may be saying well I, there's no way that i can uh contribute twenty five thousand dollars a year um to a 401k <clears throat> do as much as you can listen the money's not gone it's still your money you're just going to use it at a later date the problem that we that we face here in 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 2021 is people spend everything they make within the first week you know, it's, they're literally paycheck to paycheck. You've got to set aside money. So let's move outside of the people that, that have an employer plan. Let's say that you're self-employed. 
Okay, and there, there's a lot of people that are self-employed. What do you do? <clears throat> you can open an, a traditional IRA. You can open a Roth IRA. Your contribution is based on your adjusted gross income. Okay, so it starts to factor out or, or uh, starting to eliminate your full contribution the higher your income goes. You need to speak with your, your professional tax person to, to find out what your contribution amounts can be. So if, starting out in 2021, if you're under the age of 50, you can contribute $6,000 based on your income. $6,000 to an IRA or a Roth IRA. Okay? Now that's based on your, your earned income. Over the age of 50, you can contribute $7,000. $7,000 to either a traditional or a Roth IRA. If you are self-employed, if you're self-employed, you may consider looking at a SEP, Simplified Employee Pension, or some uh, maybe a sole uh, uh, 401k, kind of like a one-person plan or a two-person plan type of 401k. There's many options out there, but I really want to focus on the traditional and Roth IRA because most people are familiar with it. So the main difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA is this. A traditional IRA, based on your adjusted gross income, is deductible. So if you contribute $6,000, that reduces your earned income, okay, or adjusted income by $6,000. The Roth IRA does not do that. You do not get a deduction. But if it's held in there for 60 months or longer, any earnings, any earnings, so let's say you put in $6,000 in 2021, five years from now, it's now worth $7,500. Fifteen hundred of that, because six thousand dollars is your cost basis. Fifteen hundred dollars of earnings is tax free, so you could withdraw that, okay, in your retirement as tax free income. Your contribution or your cost basis in a Roth IRA is always eligible for removal tax free because it's already been taxed and you didn't get a deduction for it. So, what's the best plan? Uh, I'm going to throw a, 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 a what if question at you. It just depends what what if you know you did a split. What if you did three thousand uh, dollars traditional, three thousand dollars Roth? Um, if you don't need the deduction, maybe you go full Roth. If you do need the deduction, maybe you go full traditional. Um, if you're nearing retirement, I, I'm, I'm I, I don't think this is my opinion. Uh, a Roth is in your best interest because it has to set there five years. So if you're sixty four and a half. And you're looking at retiring in six months, and you need some of that income from uh, the Roth IRA, then you might look at traditional. It, it really just depends. Your tax professional or your uh, professional investment advisor can help you in that decision making. But we're going to go full circle here. <clears throat> when I say jumpstart, make your if you're getting if you got a stimulus, uh, six hundred dollars, whatever it may be. Consider taking 10% of that and, and honoring the kingdom, being obedient to the kingdom, making a contribution to help the needy, the poor, the sick, the widows, the orphans. And take that remaining amount and open an IRA. Traditional or Roth. Traditional or Roth. Okay? There are many things we could do that would be a, a good stewardship decision. If you have credit card debt, we need to look at, at, at applying that. The last thing you want to do is have another $600 in your checking account you weren't expecting, and you've got $1,000 worth of credit card debt, but you really, that, that money's just burning a hole in your pocket. You still need to pay off that credit card debt, people. 
That credit card debt is nasty. It's just nasty. Okay? Listen, I went through this pretty quick today. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a, an important issue. It's actually a burr in my, under my saddle. Um, because there's a whole lot of people that are getting the stimulus money that didn't need it. I would have seen rather seen them triple or quadruple the amount of money that, that people who have been impacted against their will. They didn't quit their job. They just showed up one day and said, uh, you can't work because of the pandemic. Those people have been affected. All right. I would rather have seen a considerable amount of money, more money going to those people and not be sending everyone in the U.S. Uh, that's eligible to receive it a check because they're going to blow it. The big box stores don't need it. All right. They just had a, a, a record or close to record number for Christmas. They don't need it. Yet the person that lives next door to you may be living on, on uh, um, you know, unemployment income, uh, which isn't high. Because they were a waitress, a, a server, someone who uh, was in retail, maybe someone who owned a small business that they can't open. Or, you know, they're limited to the amount of people that they come in contact with. You know, even churches have been impacted. A lot of people stopped returning or did not return to church after the lockdown. Some, some states still haven't allowed people to go back to uh, uh, the sanctuary to, to worship. So there's a whole there's a whole bucket full of things that that you could do to, to serve the kingdom, to be obedient to the kingdom, to help the kingdom, to help the needy, to help the poor, to help the widows, to help the sick, to help the orphans. Other than going out and buying a, a flat screen TV for five hundred and forty forty six bucks, you know, plus tax, it's going to put you right at six hundred dollars. Imagine how they come up with that number, right? So, if you have questions, if you have questions. Feel free to give me a call, 888-226-7614. Once again, you go to the website, kingdomplanadvisory.com. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. But the core of this message today was you've got to save money for later, all right? It's not gone. It's not gone. It's not a material thing. It is setting aside money for later. And you either increase Increase your contribution to your 401k plan, 403b or 403b plan, 457 plan, or if you're not eligible to contribute to an employer-sponsored plan, consider opening an IRA, either traditional or Roth. Once again, if you have questions, I'd be happy to talk to you. Speak to your your tax professional; uh, they can help you through this as well. God bless. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.